Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jamman! Yo, yes. welcome. Bum, bum, bum. To the greatest podcast, and also the most low-budget podcast of all time. That's right. We do mm. it. That's right. We didn't have an intro track. We just had me screaming and some Beastie Boys uh, sort of like, you know, backed us up for a second. But don't tell the Beastie Boys, please, I don't want to get sued. I think you're allowed to do up to 10 seconds, right, without having to pay for it? I thought it was like eight measures, maybe. Oh. Well, we're good. As soon as we sell out, we'll just get them to actually do it because they love us. Exactly. We'll be like, hey, guys, New York City, New York City, all right. High five and be done. Yeah. Speaking of, what the fuck is going on in your end? I hear, like, is there, like, an airplane bombing you or something? No, it's, it's army helicopters, man. It's, like, that's how you can tell if there's a bank being robbed near you is if uh, there's a police uh, helicopter circling mm. or, like, maybe a missing person. Or, or the city is being evacuated except for <laughs> Will Smith and his dog. Exactly, exactly. I mean, if Cloverfield happens, we'll still be recording because I don't have cable. You right. know, that's the only way to disseminate information. Hmm. And uh, we're not like a small town where we have that like siren when when there's a fire that goes like. We have. So yeah, I I basically have to find out on Reddit, you know, if anything bad was happening, or my mom would call. Oh jeez, we uh well in today's episode I'm going to review Riddick, mm. and I have some good ideas for future Riddicks. Oh good. <laughs> I got a. <laughs> and okay. you, you said you were going to talk about something stupid, right? That's right. That's right, Eric. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the Olympics today. All right, let's get that over with, and we'll keep the people drooling for Riddick. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eric. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, the Olympics happens every four years. Yes, I am big into the Olympics, and it happens more than every four years because the Winter Olympics happens uh, every two years, and then the Summer Olympics, they, they take turns. So, That's right. But as everybody knows, we're – well, actually, I – I'm not going to watch the Winter Olympics because it, it takes place in anti-gay Russia. Who knew? Ah, uh, yeah, it sucks that Russia is taking this anti-gay stance. But man, I love the Winter Olympics. I mean, there's so many gay athletes that have to be like, ah, I'm at the peak of my physical prime. Why does this have to be happening right now? Anyway, oh. whatever. So, Eric, it was it was between Japan and Turkey to host the next Olympics. Yes. And finally, it was decreed by the committee that the next Olympics should take place in dun, 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 Tokyo. Yeah. Tokyo, as predicted by the uh, dystopian, uh, I don't want to say cyberpunk, um, biker gang? Okay. Crazy-ass film Akira, way back in 1988. What? Yeah. So, uh, in the film Akira, which is amazing, and it's one of the greatest animes of its time, and it still holds up, um, and you should go see it, uh, it's set in 2019, where the Olympics have come to Tokyo. And oh. it kind of sets the backdrop for a, lot of the, uh, for a lot of the stuff that was cut out of the film, like a lot of the stuff that was in the volume after volume after volume of the manga. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sort of in the film, but it's kind of like an eerie coincidence that's, you know, it's like Tokyo being destroyed in the film, Fukushima, like the, um, the cores of Fukushima, which is, you know, the big radioactive cores, they can't stop them from melting into the earth, and any day this, this building called Building 4 could explode, and I mean, like, the whole city, the whole earth is in peril. And they're building a 50-foot ice wall to contain the radioactivity? So you're saying, tune into the Olympics in 2020, but possibly watch Apocalypse. Exactly. Like, it's it's eerie. Hmm. It's crazy. That would be and a cool like, event. I could see, like, a zombie run. <laughs> the best countries taking part and getting mauled by zombies. Exactly, dude. I could see that. That's fine. Now, of course, the Olympics also happened in Japan in 1998. In Nagano, I guess that has nothing to, you know... That did not coincide with the anime, though. No, exactly. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> it's like, and if there was some kind of coincidence, who cares? We didn't have podcasts back then. That's true. Didn't matter. So I came up with, all right, so I was thinking to myself, what were the five worst possible outcomes to come from the Olympics going to Tokyo? When it happened, I was like, my God, it's going to happen. 
And so, what did you come up with? I'm curious so my about ta- this. So, so, all right. So, so number five, the worst thing that could possibly happen: the radiation from Fukushima will have infected some kind of lizard, and Godzilla will rise up to strike down the ice wall and take on the man. Well, that would be awesome. So, yeah, so that's why it's number five. Okay. All right. So, number four, and glow in the dark toilets for a while. So that'd be cool. <laughs> you can like see when you pee without having to turn on the lights. Fuck yeah! See, I think I think they might already have that in Japan. Japan is like Japan and toilets, man. They're just on. They're like ten years in the future. No, no, they don't have toilets. They just have holes in the ground. No way! No, that's the old. That's the old way, Eric. It's like it, it's like both. You have like the squatty um, hole in the ground, like uh-huh. like a urinal, but like it fell over, mm-hmm. and then you have super future toilets like star trek toilets i see they've also like at hotels and stuff they have communal showers i'm kind of a fan of that i mean <laughs> there's always jokes in anime about that like you know the dudes trying to peep in on the ladies side of the uh, communal uh, bathing i'll just walk in like i own the place whoa whoa check out my wang i don't know dude i think if you get like yelled at in another language, by some creepy old ass uh, naked Japanese grandma, you would get your ass out of there fast. Oh well, I don't want to see uh, yeah grandma. Dude, it's all ages, man. It's just like females here, males here. It could be any age. Well, you know, it's like it's like having a fruit salad. You know, some of the pieces of the fruit are good, <laughs> and then some are like uh, overripe and expired, and you just gotta like <laughs> grin and bear it, and you get to the next good piece. Ugh. <laughs> So what I else? Mean, what else is your? Uh, what else are you not looking forward to for the Olympics? I'm, I'm not looking forward to. See, I, I had five. I deleted one. So I'm just gonna skip to number two. Grecan, Greco-Roman wrestling is what? back. Yes, wrestling is back, and it's on the attack. And Greco-Roman, where you where like no moves under the waist, is back. And I I'm not looking forward to it, Eric. Wrestling is so boring. Well, I mean, you say it's back. They got rid of it after the olympics and reinstated it so it didn't technically leave but i heard that they passed some new rules to make it more exciting so i think you can now grab the balls Uh uh-huh i think you can't grab below a certain area except balls you see it's as long i mean all right so i so let's put in our rules like all right rule rule number two you have to announce what kind of special move you're going to do and it has to have like an aerial kind of stunt okay you know what I mean? Like, ball grab! <laughs> yeah. Wah! Then you jump over the other guy and grab his balls and fling him into the air and then elbow drop him <laughs> onto the floor. And that's like a normal the normal move. Kamehame nuts! Yes! And just like, wow, with his hands. Exactly. I mean, Japan, they love announcing special moves, like, before you do it. Like, by the time you're done announcing your move, the guy has, like, grown a beard and died of exhaustion. I just want to see, like, if there's any... Japanese wrestlers, I want them to come to the ring with like uh, with Honda's uh, theme music from Street Fighter Two. <laughs> yes, and ha- and and don't even do any moves. Just do the rapid hand attack. <laughs> Just like do the rapid hand and yes. see see if it works. That'd be fucking awesome. Thousand hand slap, piston Honda, and then if he could somehow launch himself across the screen <laughs> face first. Uh, did you say? Wait, did you, did you say piston Honda? Oh shit! That's Mike Tyson's that's a, punch out. That's right, dude. It's E Honda. E Honda. I was. I, I think I said piston E Honda. I think I can combine them <laughs> for the ultimate video what game the character. Same, what if they're the same man? We'll have to save that for Magfest. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. More, more on that. Playful secrets. <laughs> <laughs> more on that. Oh, I think Magfest is uh, is finalizing their list. So we'll know pretty soon if we're in. Let us in, piggies. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so so what's your number one uh, thing my, that you're scared about for the Olympics? So the worst possible thing. Oh, wait, no, I forgot number three. So number three. Damn number it. Three, more, more sport-themed villains on Super Sentai shows for, like, years. Because those shows are kind of like a reflection of the culture and what's popular, and nothing's more popular in Japan than, like, uh, everybody doing exact same thing, and that's basically like what the government's pushing. So more sport-themed villains everywhere for years. See, I think the thing you're overlooking is the fact that we're going to get the best opening ceremony of all time. Because basically mm. China knocked it out of the park. China had the best opening ceremonies of all time in 2008. Japan cannot be outdone by China. They might actually build and form Voltron <laughs> in the opening ceremony. Like You see fucking lions 
jumping over the stadium. Da, 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 da. And they're going to jump in <laughs> combinants of Ultron. They're going to fucking form Blazing Sword right yes. then. And then they're actually going to create a Roby. No, the Robies has been created from the nuclear fallout that you're talking about. So Voltron <laughs> will kill the Robies during the opening ceremonies. Wow. See, I was, I was amazing. Thinking, I was thinking maybe... Maybe like during the opening ceremonies, China, China would finally make their moves for those islands that are like in, in contests, you know, with a mm. robeast of their own, which is just a knockoff of something. And then Japan would finally, you know, launch Voltron. I think they're gonna they're gonna perfectly cast Voltron ahead of time. So you're gonna get three interchangeable dudes, all the same build and stature. <laughs> you're gonna have one fat guy, and mm-hmm. then you're gonna have this little person, and you're not sure if it's a guy or a girl. Because right, it has right. glasses and a hairband and talks really squeaky. <laughs> and then maybe the chick. Of if, course, if, you, got, we, you have to have one chick. Well, only if the if the one dude dies. <laughs> they'll, <What>? replace, <laughs> they'll replace the blue line halfway through the ceremony and a chick will climb in there. There you go. And everybody will be like, was there a guy? Oh, who knows? Yeah, I think he got sick or something. <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's like, and Marvel, DC, they should take notes, man. It's like, if they want to revitalize the things, kill off a main character, replace it with a chick. I guess. All I'm saying, Spider-Man with boobs, way more exciting than Spider-Man without. See, Spider-Woman, though, didn't really do so well. I mean, she's yeah. a current Avenger, I think, but... I mean, uh, but, you know, it's like, there's popularity, and then there's, like, awesome storytelling, right? Right, right? I guess, Chad. I kind of feel like you wish you'd been born a girl recently. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. You've gone so far pro-girl more than actual girls do, I think. Dude, I'm just reflecting the feminine male of this uh, generation, man. I'm He's just like, back on the I'm estrogen, sympathetic. sister. What? <laughs> Dude, all right. How many, in how many 80s cartoons that we watched growing up would did, like, the big, honky male guy, like, you know, like, really respond to somebody's needs? And I feel like, you know, like, <laughs> we, we, grew, we grew up. We grew up in this era of everybody's talking about, like, you know, female empowerment, but also, like, how, like, the glass ceiling and, like, girls always getting, like, the short end of the stick and they can't do anything right because everybody's, like, picking them apart. And I feel like the he-men of this world need to come together and be like, yo, that's not right. Oh, God, dude. That's what? The 80s, first of all, Chitara, Tila, they're very strong women. They weren't just, like, the girlfriend. Lady J, Scarlet strong women that's I, you all know they, that's all they ever get to be though it's like all right if you have a female character she better be strong quote unquote well that's, what's that's wrong it. you just talked about having he-men so what's wrong with those characters I just named they're the same fucking thing no no, no I'm, I'm talking about like you gotta fight the good fight and and uh it's oh, so easy to goodness. uh on the internet be like hey hey i support women's rights hey i'm a feminist what all right anyway the worst possible thing preach on sister I don't know. You, you don't have to be. You don't have to be like emasculated in order to be like I support women and women's I, rights. I understand that, but I think that you're going over beyond the call of duty. I think you're. I think you're like penis bad, veg good. No way, man. And I've never said that. By the way, I've never said <laughs> that that women are better than men. I have said that maybe it would be better a better place. I think if, you alluded if, to if in a certain Facebook post where you said that it would be a much better world if it was all women. Oh my and god! And I immediately shared that with my wife, and I was like, "What do you think about that?" And she's like, "Fucking kill me! Women would destroy each other in two days. <laughs> the world would suck." <laughs> So I was like, I was, all right. I was like, you're a chick. What do you think about this? And she's like, nope. <laughs> Men make things interesting. That's hilarious. <laughs> See? All right. Was, we, we need to talk I, about some more podcast shit, though. All right. In, 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 re- <laughs> in response, my one-sentence response, I would say, I was just thinking that day. I was like, how many wars have been started by women? Uh, zero. Anyway. Uh, there would the be worst. a zillion if they were in charge, but luckily they aren't. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. I, I doubt that. Well, well, anyway. So the worst possible thing to come out of tokyo hosting the olympics it's mario and sonic at the olympics part three. Oh, that would be so cool dude oh, can God. you imagine if mario and sonic were at the olympics i would pay to see that they were dude. no they were it was like it was eight no four years ago oh, who the hell knows it was like a wii title is mario versus sonic it was the first time they were in the game together and it sucked it was bad and i must oh, have I'm lost sorry. you i was waiting for your retort <laughs> Nah, you didn't. I just pretended you did. Oh, God. <laughs> we need to talk to about Riddick, damn it. 
All right. So when did you see Riddick today? Yesterday? No, I saw it. I saw it Saturday. All right. I rushed to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> Silly did you Eric. skip down the aisle? Riddick! Riddick! Command the necromorph, be people, and do cool things in the dark and talk like this. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the highlights of Riddick was the uh, teaser trailer. Not a teaser, actually, just a trailer for RoboCop. Oh, yeah, I heard that was, uh, you know, God, I haven't seen it yet. Bad me, but uh, how is that? It looks good, actually. It looks good. I mean, obviously, RoboCop, original, one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, know, remakes don't have the best track record. They kind of went in a different um, direction with it. They're definitely trying to humanize them more than the original one did. It's not as much of a satire against uh, the world and stuff. Um, it's a PG-13 movie, so unfortunately, Rid- uh, Riddick, God, unfortunately, <laughs> Robocop. <Riddick-op. laughs> unfortunately, Murphy doesn't get blown into a zillion pieces. His car just explodes. What? That's ah. But I saw it. It didn't look bad at all. And the RoboCop costume, not as bad as we thought in those uh, those set pictures, because he actually does look pretty similar to the original RoboCop. Okay. Like, there's a lot of times where he's wearing the gray armor. He does wear the black, but it doesn't look nearly as bad as we thought it would. And uh, there's a lot of action. That Michael Keaton's in it. You know, got a couple other uh, okay actors in it and stuff. And eh, doesn't uh, doesn't look bad. And he does say one of his iconic lines in the trailer. He's like. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, so, yeah. they should fanboys a bone. Ed 209 or whatever's in there. So, I don't, you know, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, might be good. Okay. So, that's, that's, that's high praise, I think. All right. All right. Yes. <laughs> coming, coming from the ultimate Robocop fanboy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty high praise, is reserving judgment. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't see anything to hate on it. Like I said, you know, it's a bummer that there's not going to be as much violence, but they went in their own direction with it rather than just trying to straight remake it. And, yeah, looks like it could be good. I mean, it's still like, I, I mean, all right. Good on them for, for going in their own direction. Of course, it has to be done. It's not a shot for shot remake like that horrible psycho remake of shot for shot. Yeah. Um, anyway, but. I, I still feel like, God, why don't they inject it with, like, a real new idea? Like, if they do well and then they do the sequel, then they'll be like, here's the movie you really wanted, something cool with RoboCop, but we had to tell the origin story first. No, I'm okay with the RoboCop origin story because, I mean, it's pretty central to his character. You know, know he becomes the like, RoboCop. It, I'm okay with the origin story in this case. So, so in, other, in other reboots, they always kind of reference... The original, but in like a clever way. Yeah, they do that in this. Well, that's good. So he, maybe there was he starts out, and when they're coming up with the RoboCop design, they basically show the '80s version, and they're like, "Ah, now we need nice. to do better than that," or something. Mm-hmm. So that's their clever, clever nod right there. Clever girl. So I went and saw Riddick. Okay. I'm a huge fan of the movie Pitch Black that that kicked off the whole Riddick thing. Um, was it? I mean, uh, when I saw I saw Riddick in the movie theater, man, I would have given it a nine out of ten. Like, mm-hmm. I can still watch it. Love that movie. Good on so many oh, yeah. levels. And when you first watched Pitch Black, you didn't even know that Riddick was supposed to be this huge star. Like, he monologues in the beginning of it and stuff, but like, he's really only like the co-main character, like the the woman pilot, uh, Carolyn uh, Fry or whatever. You know, she's basically the main character with him, kind of mm-hmm. back and forth. And Riddick's cool. He doesn't have to carry the whole movie, but he's pretty awesome. He's badass. And, you know, you care about the characters. They're in peril. It's a pretty fucking cool movie. Yeah, dude. I, th- I think that was, like, one of his strengths was just, like, it's a it's a horror slasher movie. And, like, at the end, you're like, wow, who's this guy I want to know more about? Yeah, and then, unfortunately, you learn too much about him in Chronicles. He's asked yeah. to carry the whole movie. There's a lot more talking and stuff. And it's, it's not a bad movie, but, you know, it's... Eh, you know, doesn't quite play to his strengths, and it was good, but I felt like that was too much. It was like now it was going to be Riddick saves the universe, you know, the curse of more in the sequel, and I was like, wow, there's there's no no need to make him the space Jesus. It was going think, to save us all from I think, these. I think crazies. they were, I think they were going for like space Conan. There were there were a lot of parallels to the to Conan in that mm-hmm. movie. So, but it was okay, not bad. You know, so this third one comes out, Riddick. You know, it only it only happens because Fast and Furious is doing good again and stuff. And um, this actually, well, and 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 the fact that Vin Diesel uh, produced it and put his own money up and leveraged his house against yes. it. 
Yeah, and it did come in number one in the box office. Uh, it was a weak box office, but it made eighteen million, and you know, so people are enjoying it. Okay. But this movie, it's two hours long. It can really be split into two movies. Right. There's the first half hour, and then the the last hour and a half. The first half hour is called "How Riddick Got His Groove Back," <laughs> where he they have to show how he gets dumped. By the bad, you know, the bad guys from Chronicles, and they dump he, him. Yes, they did because they don't like him. They're pissed that he's their overlord. That's too bad. They dump, and I'm gonna give some spoilers, but not really. I'm just telling you just enough so you can make your own decision on whether to see it. So I'm not gonna spoil what happens all throughout the movie. I'm gonna tell you just a little bit so you can decide if it's the movie for you. Okay. He gets. I'm, sir, go ahead. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna say right off that I really loved uh, Chronicles of Rick. The ending was so intriguing. Yes. Where he he kills the main bad guy, but then unlike every other freaking action movie, uh, they're like, well, where do we go from here? Because his girlfriend uh, gets whacked. The the yeah. girl who's trying to save the whole movie, or in ridiculous actiony ways, dies in his arms, and suddenly they're like, you're the new you're the new alpha dog, man. And yes, Carl uh, Urban is wearing the cone of shame. Yeah. So in the first five minutes, they manage to undo all of that. Ah. They <laughs> uh, they un. Judge Dredd conspires, and uh, they ditch him on this uh, shit-tastic planet, and they wash their hands of him. And he's all injured and stuff, and now Riddick's got to get his groove back. He's like, somewhere along the line, I got sloppy. And there's, like, a (laughs) nice scene with titties. And so you're like, oh, that's how he got sloppy. All right, okay. Um, So, yeah, the first half hour, Riddick gets his groove back, and (laughs) unfortunately, Riddick gets a puppy. (laughs) What? He's a puppy? Riddick gets a puppy. It's like he's on the planet, and there's these, like, dogs. They're, like, half dog, half, like, hyena. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were in Chronicles, right? And I shit you not, they call them Dingo Dongos. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm starting to think, like, fuck, this movie's just going to suck so hard. Because, you know, I'm waiting to see if they're going to have those Trizons that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, no, no trisons. That's, that's the whole reason you went. <laughs> no three-legged bisons. No trisons, but there are dingo dongos. Wait, wait. I think I thought every dingo had a dongo. It's between the yeah, legs. Yeah. So he adopts a puppy. So the first half hour, Riddick gets his groove back. <laughs> he gets a puppy. He learns to love. Oh my god. Pretty bad in the first half hour. But oh man. The second movie, which is an hour and a half, is called Pitch Black Two, mm-hmm. and it's much better. <laughs> um pitch black 2 is um now he needs to get off this planet because there's mud demons that we did uh learn about a year ago mm-hmm. they live in water and there's this big storm coming in and as soon as the rain comes these mud demons come out of the ground so very similar premise to pitch black right nature brings animals to kill you and all right so and and i'm thinking in my head Enter the very expendable human crew of of something. And here's the thing. So he hits, there's a bounty hunter um, outback post there. And he hits the emergency beacon and puts in his name. And so the bounty hunter's like, oh, Riddick's there. And there's a huge bounty on his head. Let's go get him. So two different ships of bounty hunters come to get him. And they're like, yo, let's team up and kill Riddick. And, uh, And then it's one of these things where the bounty hunters are trying to kill Riddick. Riddick's trying to steal one of their ships, and at the same time, the mud demons are going to be coming. Okay. So he's like, yeah, it's Pitch Black 2. The only problem is, in Pitch Black, you cared about all those characters. They were interesting, they were different. You wanted them to survive. You didn't know what they were. When they died, you felt bad. And in Pitch Black 2, a.k.a. Riddick, you don't give a shit. They're all one-dimensional bounty hunters. They're stupid. They have terrible lines. And they all die. They don't all die. I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to say a spoiler. But when they die, they die stupidly. Like no mm. one really goes out cool. They just kind of have these little ways. They wrote ways to get rid of them. Kind of. It's. I don't know. It's not nearly as good as Pitch Black. Is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Um, so. Eh. Well. Well, I mean. Well, all right. So Pitch Black was kind of a slasher movie. I mean, this feels like it's going that route. I mean, like, are there at least like interesting kills not i mean like i said the way all of them die are kind of like it's okay but i mean once riddick is interacting with the bounty hunters it gets good Mm. because now instead of riddick being on camera the entire time now he's in and out now we focus on the bounty hunters and riddick is like a ghost 
coming in, you know, woo, am I here? Am I behind you? You don't know. I'm, I'm looking at you in the shower. Uh-huh. So then it's kind of interesting because he's not on the screen. He's not monologuing. Yeah. Um, now it's about the bounty hunters, and, and that's where Riddick is allowed to excel because he's not the main character all the time. They're trying to kill him. He's slowly taking them out. This is, this is cool again. Mm. And then, of course, you know, then when the mud demons show up, then it's like the bigger problem. Just like in Pitch Black, they thought Riddick was the problem. Then, uh, you know, nature rises up and they realize that's the bigger problem. Mm. So then they've got to take out the mud demons. The only thing is the mud demons, like it, the Pitch Black monsters were fucking badass and scary. Oh, yeah. The mud demons, they just... Eh, they don't really seem that scary. I mean, they're they're interesting looking, but um, you can just shoot them. They're not that hard to kill. Really? Uh, they just, I mean, I don't know. Like, you just don't really get, they just don't do as good of a job conveying that you should be scared that there's a shit ton of them. And uh, it's raining. Like, they, they try and recreate Pitch Black. I feel bad shitting on this movie because obviously I knew going in it wasn't going to be awesome. And I do like the Riddick character. It's the mm. weak. It's the weakest of the three movies. If you like the whole Riddick stuff, yeah, go see it. Lower your expectations, and you will enjoy it. But know that it is the worst of the three. But yeah. you have to hope. And Riddick kind of uh, Riddick. Vin Diesel even kind <laughs> of uh, Vin Diesel even kind of alluded to the fact that like this is just a launching off point to get two more Riddick movies made. So nothing of consequence happens. And the overall Riddick storyline does not get advanced one iota in this movie. Well, well, except that he gets dumped by his death buddies. In the first five minutes, and that's it. That nothing of consequence happens to Riddick, and it advances his overall storyline at all. So, right. it's, so, so, so it's kind of like a silly throwaway movie that doesn't really do much. You have to be a fan of Riddick going in. If you don't know anything about this guy going in, you, you wouldn't like it. Yeah, that's that's too bad. And, you know... I kind of saw this like as like, all right, it's Vin Diesel. He he's got a lot invested in this character. He like you know, I don't know if he wrote it, but like you know, he's got money invested in it. He wants Riddick to be a thing, and maybe he's trying a little too hard. I mean, I want it to succeed because I loved Pitch Black. Chronicles was okay, so mm-hmm. I want more of these movies to come out. But I'm not going to lie to you and say it was an amazing, awesome movie. It was kind of like somewhat okay slash hilariously bad you know you can definitely enjoy it but like i said if you lower your expectations enough you will enjoy this movie but the first half hour when riddick gets his group back and adopts a puppy <laughs> is fucking bad but uh, that's when you gotta pee take a pee break then mm. although there are titties early on mm. nice ones mm. uh <laughs> <laughs> um urinate boobs so uh mm. wait till the titties Voices. then take a pee break and, you know, <laughs> skip the whole fucking getting a dog thing. I was like, come on, Riddick. What are you doing here? Um, what are they, that's, that, that's just crazy. I mean, like, in the other movies, you know, like, in Chronicles, like, there's a scene where, like, he's stuck in jail in a slam. And they're like, aha, we've got this big, scary animal we've unleashed. And he's like, oh, I'm a friends with the animals. But see, and I took it as that as like a little bit of humor, and I I figured that those dogs in Chronicles liked him because they realized he was such a badass motherfucker that yeah. he was more of a predator than them, and so they bowed down to him as the alpha male. Mm-hmm, exactly. Not that Riddick loves rainbows and puppies, but in this one, I mean, he <laughs> he does do he does experiment on the puppy. Uh huh. Um, he poisons the puppy to see if it'll die. Oh, weird. And when the when the puppy doesn't die, then he starts poisoning himself to build up a tolerance. Oh, weird. But it was still kind of like, uh, Riddick's got a puppy. Eh, so wait, he gets s- the puppy, and then he poisons it? Why be, are we supposed to care about this guy? It's it's weird. It's weird. So like I said, weird. if you like the whole thing, lower expectations, go. I'm not trying to, to tell you to not go, because I want him to get enough money to make more Riddick movies, because I do like the character. Sure. But it's just, you know, it's not as good as the other ones. But... I, see, Here's yes. here's how you make it good. I'm going to fix the next one right here. Okay. I'm going to fix two famous film series in one movie. Aha! I which, was just thinking that. Which I am famous for. Oh yes. Here's what we do. Okay. We're gonna call this movie "Fuck Prometheus." <laughs> okay. Now we're talking the Alien, Alien movies. Aliens two, fucking amazing movie. Yes. 
Sigourney Weaver, Chad's already got a boner because it's a woman that's kicking ass, so his favorite kind of movie, goes to the planet with the <laughs> Colonial Marines and uh-huh. uh, to find out what happened, to go back and to wipe out the aliens. <laughs> they find that little girl, Newt, and uh, the Marines get wiped out. You know, great, great movie. Since then, the Alien franchise has been fucking terrible. Oh, Each yeah. movie worse than the previous one and, and ending with Prometheus. So here's what we do. The next Riddick movie, Riddick is trying to find his home planet of Furia. He lands on that alien planet from Aliens 2. This is almost mm. going to be like a, a semi-quasi reboot of Aliens. So he oh. lands on there realizes the place has gone all to shit kind of like just how pitch black was all the settlers got destroyed by those those monsters so he hunkers down meanwhile um the universe has sent colonial marines to kill riddick they realize abandoning him on a planet was not good enough we've got to send people to actually kill him so they send a whole bunch of marines to this planet and that's when they're chasing Riddick. This is just like Pitch Black. This is just like Riddick that I just saw. Except now the monster is the actual xenomorph aliens. Ah. And so the xenomorphs are going to kill everyone. And Riddick is like, you've got to team up with me. And Riddick <laughs> and the Marines team up to fight the aliens. That's the monster we want to see. Mud demons, stupid. Xenomorph aliens against Riddick, fucking awesome. So this is how we make Riddick better, and we finally get a good Aliens movie, is we have Riddick fighting the aliens. Don't give Prometheus a sequel. Just put the aliens into the Riddick movie, and boom, both franchises, a shot of Viagra, baby. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that shit? So instead of Newt, instead of that little girl, Riddick. So instead of Newt saying, you're all going to die, Riddick's like, you're all going to die. So, <laughs> so, so basically, Riddick is Newt. Put a blonde wig on him if you need to. Riddick is now Newt. Wait, wait, I got, I got one better. So impossible. Go, let's let no, no, no let, let's go back and all right. We're not even gonna make a new movie. We're gonna make an old movie better. So let's just go back and digitally put Riddick into a movie that should have been better. I'm talking about Predators. Let's let's get rid of Fat Lawrence Fishburne and throw in. Riddick as like the lone survivor uh, who's been like up against the predators for like decades. You know, Chad, I gotta say, I doubt you a lot when it comes to cool ideas, but that idea was, I will say it, equally as good as my idea. Uh, <laughs> yes, it finally <laughs> happened. Uh, I'm not saying it's better, <laughs> but I would say Riddick versus Aliens and Riddick versus Predator. Mm. equally as good because clearly those two franchises tried to combine earlier (laughs) (laughs) to help each other out so i like where your head's at i like Mm -hmm. it preach on sister yeah exactly every time (laughs) as soon as you said as soon as you said uh boner for ridley i thought oh she should she should be in the predators all female cast in in predator and they just remake the original and then when uh when it's time to say i ain't got time to bleed everyone would be like Oh, bigger moments. No, they'd be like, oh, we all do once a month. Yeah. And <laughs> be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. No, I, <laughs> no. I love it. Riddick and Predators would be great. Riddick, like I said, combining Aliens 2. These are good movies. This is what mm. they need. Those franchises are faltering. Let's bring in Riddick. They can help each other. It's a good crossover movie, man. Word. I mean, I, I if anything... If anything that like um, the internet has taught me is that when you mash two things together, it's better than the original. As long as it's like a clever idea. As long as Ben Affleck's not involved. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, no, no, I'm joking. I'm telling you, man. I think Affleck might be all right. It's still Affleck. I mean, they didn't just. They need to like. All right. Yes, they're, they're starting behind. You know, yes. like most people, when you start taking a test, you're at a hundred, and then when you start getting questions wrong, you slowly drop down. Instead of starting at a hundred, which they were at the Comic Con announcing announcement, they're already at like an eighty-five. <laughs> they they got to work their way. But they got to get some extra credit to make it good. So, exactly. No, I feel like it's like the beginning of Bill and Ted's, where they're like, "Dudes, we'll just cast Ben Affleck as Batman," and the history professor is like, "I'm sorry, unless you do amazingly well on your final, you're gonna fail miserably." Yeah. Yeah. So, but really, so in the new Superman Batman movie, I'm just looking forward to anything else besides the main characters. I mean, they just need when they talked about the the Breaking Bad guy being Lex Luthor as like a total rumor. Everybody was like, "Oh, you know that could be actually decent. I would watch him." Oh yeah, know? Brian Cranston would be amazing. Fucking Breaking Bad last night was so fucking good, dude. 
Yeah. Holy shit. It's one of the best TV shows of all time. Good. I hope it ends well because endings are hard. No, it's going to. I mean, there's three episodes left, but I mean, this season has just been so amazing. Like, I think it's going to break the curse. I think it's going to wow. go out good. Well, good. Anything better than the Sopranos ending? Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. So, yeah, um, I definitely, obviously, me and Chad just solved the Riddick franchise. I don't know if anyone could come up with ideas better than that, but please go to our Facebook page if you have an idea to throw Riddick into a different movie to make both movies better. If you think you can do better, let us know because I'm dying to hear some more. <laughs> I mean, I instantly thought, oh, make things better, franchise Viagra, throw in the rock somewhere. Yes. But, you know, they already had Carl Urban in that universe. Hmm. You know what I mean, and then uh, didn't quite use them. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you know, it's you know, it's cheaper than doing another Chronicles is doing another original Riddick style movie. I wonder if that was mm-hmm. basically it. Like, okay, we need to get to like a desert set with no extras. <laughs> it's like remake the original movie. They're like, what's cheap on CG? Mud things. Got it. Let's do it. Oh, and they shot the whole Riddick movie in like uh, sepia tone. Really? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> That's dude, another the what I really thought was cool about the original um uh uh what was the original one called? Pitch Black. Yeah, well Pitch Black was that they purposely um they didn't like they purposely shot things like at at the wrong temperature. Mm-hmm. So like like um there's these three suns that are hitting the planet and one sun is being eclipsed one at a time, so everything is like normal and then one sun gets eclipsed and everything's blue. And then once like it's eclipsed and everything is like red. That's true, yeah. Cool. Like they didn't no one color corrected that shit. So <laughs> No, it was like, wow, that's that's actually interesting. I hadn't really seen that. It did work out. Yeah, and then and then there's a bunch of children and they all die. Yeah, which is cool. Really bad. No, that was a cool thing too. But um I had some thunder dumps. I actually watched a shit ton of movies. I rented like a bunch of movies this weekend. Cool. Here we go. I rented three of them. Pain and okay. gain. Pain and Gain is this true story. Mark Wahlberg and The Rock are bodybuilders that decide they're just gonna they want to be better in life, so they kidnap a rich dude. <laughs> and the preview that I saw was played as a comedy, which is why I rented it. Mm-hmm. But it's not like it is funny at times, but it's serious at times. It's weird. It goes too long, and you're not really sure what it is. Ah. But The Rock actually turns in a great acting performance. Hmm. He's not just playing the muscle-bound ass-kicker. Like, The Rock shows some range in this. All right, go Rock. What I, I rented it for a dollar. I would say wait to watch it for free on cable. <laughs> I rented Now You See Me, the magician movie that came out in uh, June. Dude, you... Uh, I can't... You've you watched, like, four movies. That's, like, eight hours. <laughs> Damn, dude. Well, it's, like, 10 o'clock at night, and I'm not tired yet. So, okay. you know, I'll pop in a movie. That's crazy. I'm I'm just been exhausted. Well, I'm going to be, but so anyways, yes. now now you see me, the magician movie. Uh, uh-huh. It's got Woody Harrelson, Isla Fisher, uh, some random dude, and then the guy from Social Network. Um, it's it's fun. It's a little you know like you know magician. How the fuck did they do that? Ah, oh, they're up the bank. Oh, we won't figure out who who done it until the end. So it's not bad. It's like a little mindless, worth the dollar. Okay, and then. You never believe this. I rented Oblivion, the sci-fi movie with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. The one everyone said was like Fallout. I liked it. Okay. I'm so telling you, I hate Tom I hate Tom Cruise in the real world, but Tom Cruise mm-hmm. in sci-fi and stuff, I can believe him. I cannot believe him as a regular person because he's not, but okay. sci-fi, good. Hmm. I was able to predict most of the movie as I was watching it ahead of time. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is clearly happened. This is going to clearly happen. But even though I did, there were still some good twists, and the special effects were really good. Tom Cruise was really good. Hmm. Um, it was enjoyable. Definitely worth my dollar rental of Oblivion. Not the greatest oh. movie, but highly enjoyable. All right. Well, that's good to hear. All right. Well, good on you, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Go see Oblivion. Oh, go rent Oblivion for a dollar. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I, I, if I had seen it in the movie theater, full price, $10, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But great dollar rental. Okay. If, if you like sci-fi, great dollar rental. Well, that's good. I feel like I'm on the last... I, I'm i halfway through the last episode of Justice League Unlimited. I finally oh, made it. You've gone through the Legion of Doom episodes? Yeah, those are great. Those yeah. are great fun. Isn't that cool? Like, a lot more emphasis on the bad guys. 
You know, and they even did, like, something that, that they did way back in the Super Friends days, which was Grog turned everyone into gorillas for an episode. <laughs> and Lex Luthor's like, that was your master plan this whole time? Turn them into gorillas? <laughs> yeah. Grog's just like, I don't think humans are attractive. I need uh, to bone gorillas. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I'm in, I'm in the last episode, and it's a little sad to see it go because, I, you know, I liked what they were building. You know, kind of with the third season, they were kind of having fun, but um, you know, it's it's uh, it's kind of sad to see the franchise. No, I mean not the franchise, but like that whole line of the momentum they were building for years and years and years, kind of fizzle out. Yeah, it was pretty awesome, but it goes out in a bang. Dark side, word. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. And ah, shit, what episode are you on right now? Um. Are you, are you are you are you literally on like the set, the last episode? It's like a two parter. No, I think I'm one before. I'm on episode eleven. So what's the last so, thing that happened? The last the last episode is is twelve and thirteen. It's the two parter. Right. So you haven't watched those two? I've I've seen them in the in the past. I'm on the last one. I haven't seen. So it's like it's the uh, it's the hawk hawkman hawk girl flashback to ancient Egypt episode. Oh man, that's not that great. No. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, ah, oh, jeez, oh, there well, it is. Uh, here's the thing: when you watch the final two-parter again, get back to me and tell me how many supervillains you think died. Oh, really? Because if you watch carefully, I think a lot of the villains die. Hmm. So re- keep that in mind when you rewatch it. I think they fucking killed a lot of them. Cool. And they just kind of like barely mention it, but I think a lot of them are dead, which is pretty neat. So. Watch though that last two-parter. I think at the very end of the first part, in the beginning mm-hmm. of the second part, is when you'll you'll have your answer. But I, <laughs> I think they just randomly massacred them. So that's pretty great. Now yeah. I mean, well, I'm watching this episode, and it's like uh, anything with Hawkman sucks in this series. But like the one before it, where like they uh, they do the all-girl superhero brawl episode, was great. Yeah, Chad loves his checks being strong. Ah, no, it's not that, I swear. Yeah, right. No, it's just like, all right, they brought back Metabrawl, great. They yeah. brainwashed uh, superheroes to fight each other, awesome. And they're all killing each other. And just when you think they're all safe, they're like, and now Wonder Woman. And, and everyone's like, and and I'm sure they. this is the problem with the mud people and the, um, the mud demons, is that like when Wonder Woman appears... All the superheroes in the ring are back away like, we're dead. We're going... To, we are going to die. Yeah. And she whoops them hard the whole time. And, like, it's only, it's only because they destroy the device controlling her that they're able to, to not be killed. Mm-hmm. So that was, like... Our, it was a great build. And yeah. they finally did Super... Uh, like, they did Wonder Woman right. Yeah, it was a good episode. I did like that one. All right. So, uh, is there anything else? <laughs> Sorry. I read, before uh, I was wondering if there's anything else, but uh, before this episode, I was like, "Well, mm, it's time for the podcast. Eh, let me just catch up on some uh, some um, highly popular gaming websites to see if there's any news worth talking about." Eh, no. Well, here's some gaming news. Our dad is going to Nepal today. Oh yeah, and he's bringing supplies for an orphanage and a local school. Mm-hmm. You know, helping out the less fortunate. But he told me he actually bought a Nintendo Wii to give to the orphanage. He's gonna do it. He was he was asking me about it. I told him to. Um, I was asking him. I was like, "How's the electricity in there?" And he says like it's on for like three quarters of the day. Yeah, so it's a, it's like an automatic shutoff, like the new video game controls have. <laughs> so now he told me he he got the Mario Kart. Oh, that's cool. But like, what games? If you were going to bring a Nintendo Wii to an orphanage in Nepal. What Wii games would you give them? Well, I told I told him the same thing. I mean, Mario Kart, of course, we consider it the best game of all time. Yeah. Uh, but I told him, you know, the game that comes with it, Wii Sports, you really don't need anything else. That's true. Everyone can play that. Yeah, and like old people, a retirement home still having Wii bowling tournaments. Oh, yeah, it's huge down here. You know, it's like there's 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 a little bit of variety, and the physics are pretty good. I think if you get the new Super Mario Brothers, which we also enjoyed the shit out of, I think ah. they you know, can't go wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. There's something you can just play over and over and over again, and it's four-player. Yeah, so yeah, more orphans get to play at once. And that's, kinda... that's what we want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, 
Well, there you go. Some some video game news that uh, makes you feel good. Yeah, so hit up our Facebook page. Tell us what uh, Nintendo Wii game should uh, Orphans in Nepal play. What do you think the best ones for them would be? Mm-hmm. And uh, how you would insert Riddick into different movies to make them better. <laughs> hey, baby. Baby, I'm going to insert my Riddick into ya. And a slight update about riding the uh, hot dog uh, water float down a uh, ski hill idea mm-hmm. from a couple episodes ago. Um, I contacted our relatives on the message board <laughs> yeah. and uh, and suggested it, and they kind of laughed. And then I was like, no, fucking serious. Like, can I borrow it? And I've got nothing but silence since then. Oh. <laughs> so I think they're uncomfortable with the idea of giving it to me, but I have not given up. I just gotta wow. call them out and tell them, wow. "Fucking do it, man!" Because we gotta, we gotta, we gotta totally do it. Well, that's well, you know. I mean, you can always just like dream about it. I guess. No, I'm not giving up that easy. It's cool. <laughs> the idea is in my head. I cannot get rid of the idea. It must happen. Well, here we go. Here we go. All right, all right. So I, I was thinking about that too, and I was thinking, you know, there's only really one way to do this, and that would be to get have it officially be sanctioned. And so, Eric, Ugh. all you need no. to do is... No, 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 illegal makes it fun. Yeah. All right, that's that's fine. It could totally be illegal. But you need to uh, you need to be on MTV. You know what I'm saying? You need to be on one of those prank shows in order for this to work. Because you need, you need, like, a third party to cover your butt when you get in trouble. No, that's the whole part. You just got to run from the cops, and whoever's the <laughs> slowest goes to jail. That's like the second game. The first game is to go down the hill without dying. The second is who's getting arrested. It's a two-parter, Chad. It's a two-parter game. Uh, re- remind me to wear, like, super slick pants, not jeans, and not those snow pants that make you feel tired after, like, five five uh, seconds of running. Yeah, and the whole part is, you know, and that's why we all got to ride the hot dog together. It's all for one going down the hill. We all must be a team <laughs> to survive. I don't want, like, multiple sleds going down. That's dumb. I wanted all of us on a team trying to survive. Then, once we get to the bottom, you know, then we got to, you know, it's everyone for themselves. <laughs> Making it to the getaway vehicle. I mean, it would be nice if we all pitched in to carry the hot dog to the getaway vehicle. Right. But at that point, I don't fucking care because it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they never should have given it to me in the first place. See, 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 our relatives may have listened to the episode because I think you said the same thing. I just, you know, that's what, that's what needs to happen. So come on, relatives, why don't you be fucking cool about it? And, uh, <laughs> you know, you can reserve a spot on the hot dog if you bring it to us. <laughs> just don't, just, just, all right, but you just need to bring a fat friend. Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can find those. It's our, you know, our family. <laughs> it's like you don't you don't you see the the great thing about like with like you know friends that aren't really in the best of shape is you don't need to tie shoelaces you know you don't need yeah. to get caught like trying to like you know like kind of leave them behind because they will do that for you and the thing is the longer you stay in the hot dog the better chance you have of getting to the getaway vehicle because mm-hmm. the earlier you fall off the more you actually have to run to get to the car so it's in your best interest not to pussy out and to hold on to the dog as long as possible See, see, I was thinking if if I got bucked off or somebody, you know, tossed me off, I would just bury myself in the snow for like a few hours until like the heat blows over and then hopefully still be alive and then come out and then find my way back home. You're going to be like Snow Riddick. Exactly. I'd just be like... (laughs) No I'm way, man! Me up. No, if I'm if I'm first to the getaway vehicle, we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd be like, I'm good. Let's go. Let's get oh, some hot chocolate leave, back at home. You leave your you, own flesh and blood behind. You better not. You better not hope I'm first. <laughs> I'm like, we're good. <laughs> Everyone said to go on without him. <laughs> Dude, it's like it's like Home Alone. Like, do you really think that they miscounted in Home Alone? I no. don't think so, man. They're like, good enough. He's got food. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, well, there's a kid that sort of looks like our cousin. Eh, whatever. I just you're think going to, you're going to France. I just think it's a good thing that Home Alone that he had to take on the wet bandits and not like the rape bandits, or <laughs> that movie would have played out differently. No way, man. That <laughs> I think I think there's a deleted scene where Marv is just like. That's my secret. I'm always wet. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, did you ever see... They had, like, a... Um, this movie that came out called Spy Hard. And it was oh, kind sure. of like... It was it was a Leslie Nielsen kind of naked gun ripoff, but it was making fun of spy movies and stuff. Uh, you talking about Bushwhacked? No, no, no. Spy Hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spy Hard with Weird Al singing the intro. 
Exactly. Played at our theater for like a couple months one summer. But at one point, they do a spoof on Home Alone, except they get the kid from Dennis the Menace that came out a couple years before then. Mm-hmm. And he does the Home Alone, except the uh, twist on it is the bandits get a hold of him and beat the shit out of him. He's like, you can't catch me. And they grab him and throw him through a window and stuff. <laughs> so the spy hard is worth it for the Weird Al and for beating the shit out of the Home, of the home Alone guy that was actually the Dennis the Menace guy. That was great. Yeah, it was like he was like, "Here's some paint cans." And they're like, "Whatever," and they whip it back at him, hit him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah, that way that was good. And um, and Matlock as the villain was great. Yeah, spy, oh, spy, <laughs> yeah, and his head blows up. Yes. Sorry, that probably was annoying. Unless you watched the movie, then you thought it was uh, super cool. Yeah, it's too bad that Leslie Nielsen he came up with another movie after that, uh, like two thousand and one, a space travesty, and it was it was a travesty. It wasn't any good. Oh, he did another one too, where it was like um, made fun of that uh, the Fugitive, the Harrison Ford movie. <laughs> See, that was actually kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, mean, I just remember like of- the train was coming to get him, and then he was like, the train was hiding behind trees. <laughs> And was yes, waiting right. until Leslie Nielsen saw him, and then came after him some more. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I think, that was like one of the best, one of the best gags in that movie. Yeah, well, to do a Leslie Nielsen retrospective at some point. Although, again, no one under the age of twenty knows what we're talking about. Yeah, but you know, if you have a dad and he watches AMC, you probably still see reruns of Leslie Nielsen's School of Hard Knocks introducing the Three Stooges. Yeah, yeah. All right, dudes. So I gotta get moving, but uh. Yeah, like I said, give us some uh, feedback on Facebook. We're also on eldergeek.com. We're on Retroware TV. Uh, we built this city on iTunes. We're on Stitcher Radio. It's an awesome app. Download us. And, and, uh, uh, and yeah, and uh, our site, of course, is jumpmenpodcast.com. Yeah, and you can also go to sharknights.wordpress.com. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> see, my oh, see, yeah. Sh- see my shitty website for free exclusive downloadable content <laughs> and many 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 links to my amazon page <laughs> i dug I, I dug that i read one of the uh one of the prequel chapters it was pretty good i was like oh okay cool oh thank you yeah it's like kind of the events that take place you find out how the shy joins the team and what happens directly leading up to the book see shy was one of my favorite characters because you know like the uh the shapeshifter in the cartoons that you always see no matter what era 80s 90s double o's shapeshifter like always gets the shaft always does like this boneheaded move uh but shy was like ass kicking from like the page one to the end yeah i always felt like a shapeshifter should really own people because they can just do all these different things so yeah i feel like the 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 best representation of how a shapeshifter is like smart income or in the cartoons is um what's her name who can like summon all the animal spirits uh vixen oh yeah so it's just so she doesn't change into them but she just kind of becomes the powers of them yeah and like she was really smart with all of her powers like she's like she's like i got the boa constrictor cha-cha i got the elephant boom yeah and then her ass gets big (laughs) (laughs) i got the twerk (laughs) cool all right right. so, so yeah go check us out people all right we'll see you next week robocop jump now Stand, one shall fall. Fatality.